0: I'm joined in the studio today by Perry Marden. Welcome, Perry. Welcome, Brendan and Christy. And welcome, Christy. How are you?
1: Hello. Hi, everybody.
0: <laughs> Today's conversation continues the conversation we've had recently, which is all about marketing, all about the new way of accessing your clients um, rather than the dinosaur way, which is my old way, which is the way of direct email marketing or direct mail marketing. In fact, the prehistoric days were the advertising. You would, you'd put an ad into a, a local magazine or a newspaper and hope and pray people would call you. Well, we've evolved into the email marketing. Now that email has been saturated and, and worked over so hard by so many direct marketing companies, um, we're finding traditionally that, that the filters and the, um, the spam filters and the marketing filters uh, by email delivering engines for want of a better word, dinosaur language, um, have have got in the way of our ability to access our clients direct, even those who are paying clients. Perry, you noticed this recently. You've noticed that email access through email has diminished significantly and they're, they're the desire of your clients to actually open emails.
2: Well, over the last two weeks, it's really been highlighted for us, but, you know, obviously we've sort of been flagging email challenges now for close on two years, getting incrementally worse and worse and worse. but Over the last two weeks, we've had experiences that uh, have left me sort of like, wow, what's next? Because as dinosaur marketers, you rely on emails, right? That's how we do it. Um, But uh, case in point, I've got good clients, Brendan, who have purchased things from us, and then they're calling us to say, well, how do we access the course? How how do we access the calendar? And, And we go, well, you've been sent the email. And they say, well, we haven't. And that was uh, caused us a lot of work, obviously, um, but we'd always be able to help the client find that email. But it would end up in their spam folder, promotion folders or social folders. So what we're seeing is that, you know, like, sorry, well, historically, if someone's opening your emails because they're really interested, meaning that they open a fair percentage of them, then those emails tend to end up in the inboxes, but they're not now. And I spoke to Christy about that, and I said, "Look, well, this is what I've noticed. Even our warm clients aren't getting emails." And she explained why. So I'm going to hand over to Christy what, what's gone on over the last little while with the changes in Europe.
1: Um, so, as you guys may or may not be aware, there was a, a huge change that came through in on the 24th of May this year. Um, the GDPR compliance ruling in the e in the European Union um, went into effect. And basically what has like this was triggered by um, all of the Cambridge Analytica like last year you guys may or may not have remember about the huge thing with Facebook privacy um, and so what has happened is the GDPR compliance or the general data general data privacy regulation. There you go. That's one for you guys to remember. Um, basically what this has, what has occurred is in Europe. Now you have, um, you really have to justify the emails that you're sending out to people. So if if you're a marketer and you um, are using email at all, you need to be able to show how you got this person's email address, where you got it from, when you got it, all these sorts of things. As a consumer and as a customer, I have the right to be able to go to a marketer or go to a business and say, I wanna know how you got my email, where you got it from, what what you're doing with it, where it's going. And you need to have a, a policy and a process in place to be able to um, process that information. You also have to be able to provide the person with the right to be forgotten, um, the right to remove themselves from certain lists, all these sorts of things. So what has happened from that and the kind of, they dropped this stone in the pond and the ripple effects have been that. um, So email server, like email clients are tightening up their regulations on how you're receiving emails. Um, They're reading a lot more of your, they're using AI. The machines are reading your emails. Uh, and determining where these emails might need to go to be able to be filtered out for you so that you get the best experience inside your email inbox. Um, But they're also now uh, filtering through and looking at how you're complying with, with these new rules that have come through. So GDPR has become the gold standard of compliance for email. So, and what's happening is, the, the email clients are t- determining that your emails may or may not reach be um, as compliant as necessary. So they're moving them to different folders and into different places, sometimes into spam, depending on the email client you use. Like if you use say outlook, you might, it might go into your spam folder. Um, if you use Gmail in the browser, it might go into your promotions folder or into your social folder or somewhere else. But um, a lot of these clients have done this because people are simply overwhelmed with the amount of emails that are coming through. So what's unfortunate is the AI or the machine learning doesn't have the capacity to know the transactional relationship that you have with your clients. So they don't know that you that, that person has purchased a course from you or purchased something from you and then wants to receive those emails. So it's up to the customer and it's up to us as the marketers to be able to teach people how to um, whitelist us into the inbox and move things into the inbox uh, and and be able to do so sort of stuff. It becomes a bit more of a customer service nightmare, which is, yay customer service no customer service is great but it becomes a bit of a nightmare for customer service because it makes us as the business owners look as though we don't know what we're doing or we have this poor level of customer service so it's a bit of a pain for for a lot of people yeah christy that that was the thing that sort of
2: impacted us the most because you know like any decent business, we're always trying to deliver as perfectly as we possibly can. Sometimes we don't, but we do our best to to sort of reach those levels of perfection. And, you know, obviously we set everything up so that when people buy courses or they, they, you know, purchase coaching from us, that there's a sequence email goes out that gives them all the information that they need. And the, the biggest impact with the email thing, apart from the impact on marketing from our perspective, is just that. That it makes us not look good. It makes us look unprofessional, and it's actually got nothing to do with us. And that's a scary thing. Which is why i have you know, it's temporary, to... of course. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as as we as businesses
0: learn that this is a requirement, and as the broader population recognises that that a change in, in in the email marketing or the email communication has occurred, um, yeah, they'll become a new common ground of understanding between people of course the rules will change again but but yeah this is just a a part of doing business I appreciate though that the the original perspective from the customer is hang on a minute this is less than satisfactory this is less than ideal um and 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 some repair work might be required
2: yeah but even from a from a, a a business perspective I I don't know if you can learn the rules this is where I'm sort of going. I don't think you can learn the rules and get around it. As an example, you know, if you go back to what Christy said, and Christy said, we've got to educate the client how to ensure your your emails don't end up in spam folders. Whitelist, correct. Yeah. Well, great. You know, that makes sense. But the fact is it won't happen. People are so busy when they get the thank you pages that tell them to whitelist, no client's going to go do that. Right? So... You, you, we're, we're, in my opinion, you might have a different one. I think we're heading down a, 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 you know, no matter what you try and do, it's going to be hard to reach.
0: I, I, but I, okay, philosophically, I think people will come to grips on that as a, as a community and, and there'll be an, a level of acceptance around I've got to learn this or I've got to do that or I've got to change this or it'll be worked out between the customer and the, and the service provider. Um, i 'm me being the service provider, my customer if there 's a difficulty in communication and there 's an expectation to receive emails there 'll be some form of communication around that, and the problem will be resolved and there'll be there 'll be a training and associated uh, check and balances put in place with expectations set so that if if there 's uh, no emails received in a period of time, then you know there 's a problem somewhere so as much as there 's an inconvenience to it as much as it 's not as smooth as it once was. Um, to a certain extent, I'll, I think there'll be an element of forgiveness from the client as, as there is a new world understanding about how this relationship works. But that said, if we can avoid it, if we can avoid the need for that, the better. So, Christy, how what alternatives exist for communication? What alternatives exist for our, our marketing messages given that we have um, these filters in place now that are highly sensitive to spam, highly sensitive to privacy and and highly sensitive to, to getting it right and, and, and fraudulent access.
1: So I think probably what's um, really one of the things to note is um, often what will happen with particularly the email clients is they'll tighten everything right up and they'll create these really tight new boundaries. And then, as they start to realise like, oh, well, people are paying, eh, they'll they'll start to kind of loosen up the the grit just a little bit. But because there's been um, incidents of privacy breaching and, and all sorts of things, they've had to really go in and tighten this up. So I think this could be a temporary problem um, that if there's enough pushback from companies, like big companies like Infusionsoft or Active Campaign or places like that, that they'll start to... Um, they'll start to relax the the things a little bit, but right now big companies are being charged big dollars for privacy breaches. So it's a really hot button issue. So I think that that's important to remember, but the alternate channels that you can start to look at are, um, you've got to remember people are on their phone constantly and probably one of the biggest apps that's been downloaded in the last two years is Facebook messenger. So Facebook messenger came out, I think three, maybe three years ago um, and has swiftly become the uh, communication tool of choice for a lot of people. I know I've got friends on Facebook messenger. I don't know their mobile phone number. I just call them in messenger. I don't, I don't, I assume they have a mobile phone number, but I've never caught, like, I don't know it. So it's become a, as much as, Facebook has become a utility. Facebook messenger has become a ubiquitous way to contact people. And what has come from that is marketers ruining everything as usual (laughs) where, um, where companies have, um, have started using Facebook messenger to market to people because it's a really direct contact way to start talking directly to your customer and the customer has, so much more control over how they're reached when they're reached, if they want to be contacted, um, they, and, and it's a a one-on-one conversation with people. You are really directly talking to them. They, there's no, um, email kind of, you can put video and do all these things. So it's Facebook messenger marketing is super hot right now. And of course I'm sure in the next six months it'll be ruined but um and there'll the
0: parameters and there'll be there'll be limitations put on that and how many words and how long videos are etc etc yes. so yes. Well, expect that so what you're saying then is is there's a wave of opportunity right now get in now write it be yeah. one of the abusers until the rules change and then change the level of abuse so that you can still sneak through your sort of basically well,
2: yeah, yeah I, think that, I don't think you want to be abusive but i get what it is it's like <laughs> totally <get> well, it. <laughs> if
0: the opportunity exists and you comply within the rules, you do so until such time as a rules change. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, what I mean by that is, I uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go to Christy with this, but this is my viewpoint because we're just looking at Messenger now for the reasons that Christy's outlined. Um, I, there's several channels that, that are unimpeded at the moment. One's SMS and the other one's uh, Messenger. But if you started tr- treating, if you get people's Messenger, uh, address if that's what you call it christy i might be a dinosaur um or their sms uh number and you whack them with an email like a message two or three times a day <laughs> you're gonna soon get people uh, getting off those channels or, or being off you so i think oh, well, that you've got facebook would be- blacklist you
0: yeah so one of the one of the things that has occurred recently that i've noticed is that you know if facebook is in control of of your access who you are what you do your presence and if you do the wrong thing or if you abuse stuff facebook will simply blacklist you and you're unable to actually do anything and my understanding is it's really hard to get off a black a blacklist once you're on you are almost scarred for life um although christy you're more familiar with facebook and the rules around this than i am against being the dinosaur actually tell me well i'm going to interrupt just for a second what is Facebook Messenger? I mean, how how do you get a Facebook Messenger message to somebody? Do do they have a Facebook address? And is it how do you actually do that? And how do you get access to it?
1: Um, okay, so Facebook Messenger. There's there's a, a few different ways. So your business, if your business has a Facebook page, um, your business has a Facebook Messenger account. So we mm-hmm. call it an account. Um, and so. Are you going to turn your, Perry's going to turn his phone around. Um, <laughs> so basically um, the way that you get, or the way that you acquire clients or you acquire subscribers to your Facebook messenger bot is a, you have to offer them, you have to ask them to join and then they have to opt in. So it's a double opt-in process where they say, there we go. There's Facebook. Hello. That's my Facebook messenger. Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> okay. that's, my, that's my little,
0: so you have to be a member of your Facebook group.
1: Um, essentially, you basically have to invite people to be part of it. You need a third party to have a Facebook messenger bot or robot. Um, you have to use a third party client. Um, I think Facebook does have their own message. Like you can automate some of the messages through mm. through it with, your, with Facebook natively. Um, but most people are using um, a third party client. Uh, so you can use uh, ManyChat or you can use Chatfuel. Um, there's a couple, there's a couple, but basically ManyChat and Chatfuel have become the two quite big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's,
0: it's through those those clients that you call them that allow yep. you to mass communicate to your group.
1: Yep, exactly. All
0: right, So, so, so
2: Bridget, that, I, just, I just sent a message to Christy right now using Messenger to her Messenger. You might want to read it out. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous uh,
1: about that. I'm trying to watch the Facebook live at the same time.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I'll read it. Is real dinosaur with a question like that. Absolutely. I've yeah. Only, yeah. No, self-professed. There was, there was no
1: dinosaur emoji. I was like, oh, where's the dinosaur? Emoji? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> All
0: right. So, given the dinosaur epic. Um, so, how, so the art then is to get people to join your group so that you're yep. then able to communicate directly because you can't just yep. mass market into anybody's Facebook Messenger, they actually, okay. actually opt in. Therefore, as yep. you say, the control for the client is massive on account of they can just opt out at any time and just stop receiving it. So you've got to, it inspires you as a marketer to, to continually offer good content Yes. So people will be inspired and and share with their friends and share what comes to you which speaks to our previous conversations around this is a relationship there's a change in the nature ship, nature between a uh, service provider and customer which is all about we need to provide more content and more service such that we attract people for the benefit and the free information the free support we attract people so that they want to, they want more from us all right so going back to the question I had before, which i kind of forgotten, um, it was, it was different, alternative channels and we're talking about Facebook messengers to start with um, and now I know what it is. What was the question that we had? Well, we were trying to solve a problem before I interrupted. Do you remember what that was?
2: Well, the problem was we were trying to work out, like we know what the problem is with emails and then we were like what are those other solutions and... and what are open channels now that can't be restricted or haven't been restricted yet. And, and, and we're talking about. we Facebook messenger. Correct. And then we're talking about
0: being blacklisted. Great. Oh, how, yeah. you, how do you get off being blacklisted? What is the system? Cause you, you can inadvertently, um, because blacklisting, so to speak is not a robotic thing. It's, it's a, it's a human intervention thing. Um, somebody reads something says, I think without knowledge or context, this could be spam, I will blacklist, then we'll go about solving the problem about whether I'm right or wrong or not. So it's guilty before proven innocent, prove your innocence and then I'll release you. Is, is that what you're seeing in, in the way Facebook is run?
1: Um, okay, so the, the Facebook, if you're talking about the reporting function, so where people can report your content um, whether it's, this is not relevant to me or this is spam or, um, or I, I disagree with this content or it's offensive or things like that. That is a human process. Mm -hmm. So there is a human on the other end of that. And there are humans who get to see some pretty abhorrent stuff. Let me just say it's some pretty. And so it's, it's, it's a, it's a human determined process and you will more than likely not be, um, let's say blacklisted where your page gets shut down or things like that. If you're following the rules, mostly, um, if it's but something that just somebody's sensibilities gets offended by. We
0: okay. had a conversation about, we don't know the rules. Everybody's trial and error until such time as the sense of the rules has evolved. What if you've inadvertently broken a rule you didn't know existed by putting something out there just in a, in a, a normal way of communication and they go ha, ha bad and wrong. out to you go? I mean, how does the process work and how quick can you rectify?
1: Well, I think the thing is like, you've got to, like, you've got to remember Facebook, Facebook does have, you, you can dig into the rules. You can go into the, the help desks and you can start to read about, you know, what will and won't get approved, what will and won't get approved, all this kind of stuff. And as a user of Facebook, when you agree to the terms and conditions, when you click that little, I agree button, that is you agreeing to obey the rules. When you do that as a, an advertiser, if you haven't gone through and read the privacy policy and read the terms and conditions, then that's on you as the, as the business owner. So take, there's, there's some responsibility there that people have to take. But Facebook has some really great ways to filter out, I mean, particularly advertising content. So if you want to speak about like organic content, they will filter out using um, AI to read certain words. It's it's triggered to look for certain phrases, things like um, "comment now," "sale," "salesy talk." It mm-hmm. will it will you know sort of not allow it into the newsfeed as much, mostly because Facebook doesn't want you to be selling to people all the time. Um, but for things like advertising, um, they have really really strict rules around what you can and can't advertise and what you can and can't put into copy and what you can and can't post as images what you can and can't post as video um things like nudity um you can't post uh you can't talk about things to do with say cannabis so the cannabis industry is becoming a a huge industry in the u.s and canada Mm -hmm. like canada's just legalized cannabis Um, so you can't but you can't advertise anything to do with cannabis on facebook because facebook is a global platform and it is not available internationally to be able to ship cannabis to Australia or to do this sort of thing. So, so they won't allow you to do it. There are ways. There are sneaky ways to get around it with your copy. So, being smart with what you're writing, all this kind of thing. Um, but I know um, of relationship, like people who are relationship coaches, and they talk a lot about sex and sex work and all these kinds of things. And they can't advertise. There's, there's just, there's no there's no way that they can figure out to write their copy to be able Mm. to advertise on Facebook. Um, so there are a lot of barriers to entry in that, like within the actual like advertising platform. But then if you like Facebook is Facebook and like they'll do, they, they will do whatever they want. It's a shifting sand. Um, some people will just, some people have had their pages removed for no reason their pages have just disappeared. I think, um, social media marketer, which is one of the biggest social mm. media pages in like on Facebook has, I think a couple of million likes one day just up and disappeared for no reason. They had wow. No that's fairly really significant
0: for uh, a yeah. business that was relying on Facebook.
1: Yep. And it has the that. capacity. <laughs>
0: and in that then is the vulnerability, isn't it? If you start yep. to build a business dependent solely on Facebook, then you're in a, a, a vulnerable position whereby inadvertently or by some rule or by somebody behind a desk in another country who says don't like and proven uh, guilty before proven innocent approach, let's say, then, um, uh, and you're, you're lifted off that it's, it's okay. My business is just, it's bottoms falling out. So then now let's talk about as much as we're into Facebook and we know Facebook and it's the, the most common channel to market right now what alternatives are there or do we do we want to go down that path as a conversation at the moment or do we want to explore first but facebook more perry thoughts
2: uh no i reckon we continue down that but i just finishing off on that first subject about the alternatives to email at this point i'm only seeing you know uh, sms or or messenger marketing unless you take into account things like instagram messenger and things like that but i wouldn't see that as as uh, an alternative at this point to e- email marketing, but I can't see anything other than those two SMS and Messenger as effective, effective messaging agents. Correct, Chrissy?
1: Yeah, I think um, right now Messenger is really underutilized. It's a really underutilized real estate. Um, a lot of people aren't doing it well. So if you're doing it well, then you will smash it, and people yeah. will love it. Yeah. And and it's it's about being engaging, delivering good content, um, asking lots of questions, and it's amazing what people will tell you in Messenger. Oh my oh, God. Of
2: course, yeah. Oh, you explain, like, it'd be worth because um, I'm half dinosaur, we've worked out. We're <laughs> full, full <dinosaur laughs> is is more- there a ranking here? Are you, are you well, there is, because ranking. You know, we're similar age, but it's like I've worked out now. Like we, we're, we're doing this series because. You Know we worked out we're dinosaurs in, in regards to how we think about marketing and why we've been conditioned to market. and Christy is spring chicken, right on the edge of what we do now. But I've over the last few weeks I've kind of worked it out. I'm not a super
1: dinosaur,
0: all right. All right, yeah, I, that's I, I am I'm a dinosaur, but this
1: no, you're, a, you're a megalodon, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so, <laughs> so Christy, um. I am quite a dinosaur with this, but I sort of understand how it works, but Brendan probably doesn't at all and, and some of the listeners won't. So maybe explain message bots and, and how message bots. So this is, again, Brendan, for you, this is all off. Do you know, being ignorant sometimes does have its
0: sense of bliss.
2: <laughs> of course, of course. But so all this, again, what Christy's going to, talk about will run off this, your business interfaces with this platform with bots. So you don't even have to be there. You don't have to be there, and your bots are doing your work. But a client provides
0: the bots, yeah? Because we're not programming our own, correct?
2: Correct. And so Christy's gonna tell us about that, but just another thing, Christy, because I was asking Paula yesterday, because Paula says, look, I get all my marketing messages from Mindvalley on Messenger. And I said, why do you love that? Because I'm trying to find out why people like the different systems. Yeah. It made sense. She said, I don't have to open up my inbox. She said, I don't have to go to my computer. I don't have to go to my finance, push a button. She said, it, it, it comes in, it goes ding. I look at it and if I want to read it, I read it. If I don't, I just put it like that. She said, it's just so quick and, and easy. So she's an end user, and that was her viewpoint about why she loves getting messages on, uh, on, on Messenger.
1: Simply turning phones around. I don't know if you guys can see, but see in that top corner there, that says forty-three thousand two hundred and sixteen unread emails. <laughs> so, and I have I literally have two unread Facebook messages like two. So yep. I think that that's, that is the, the key there is it's like I Facebook messenger dings and I'm like a Pavlov dog. I am like, ding, ding. Like you can see me sitting here now. Like I've got i I've got a ch- group chat going at the moment that's blowing up and I'm like trying to. Uh,
2: okay, Here's a lesson business people. This is an important lesson. Do not follow Christy. Turn all your notifications off. I do I do on all device. I have no dings on phones, I have no dings on iPads, or my tablets, I have no dings on my PC. And my life is peaceful as a business owner. Before I did that, I was like, Christy, you just can't concentrate and you you don't believe the amount of stress is actually causing you until you switch them all off.
0: Anyway. All right, so so okay. Christy as a thought, as a thought, yeah?
1: Yes.
0: My email count is zero. And my Facebook page is not been opened for maybe, I don't know, three years. So, so (laughs) as an indicator of
1: people think you're dead, Brendan.
2: (laughs) 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 But by the way, Christy, he's actually bringing up a really important point, which Mm. I would like to cover off on. I don't think that you stop using email as a marketing channel because of people like you <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right very shortly i'm just going to exit <laughs> no okay.
2: so in all seriousness uh yeah a percentage of so,
0: but what we are talking about is is, is a distinction in age it, not only a distinction in learning but a distinction in age um uh and interest so you know my fascination is into uh, face-to-face communication, phone call, phone call communication, and and all things maths and 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 that sort of stuff. They're, 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 that's where I spend my energy, and I I solve problems on a one-on-one basis for a lot of people. But but um, the the channel to market for that is through other parts of the business that, that that gets coordinated. So I have been to a certain extent an ostrich around this and stuck my head in the ground on it um, until something comes up as being so important. I now need to pay attention. Well, obviously this is a a trigger point for the, okay, bro, maybe a change is required here and and I might need a Facebook page. Um, Who knows? Who would have ever thought that? Um, uh, (laughs) And and in that then, and Perry, you're right, I'm not an island in this. Um, um, While I might be on the the, the third, uh, what is it? Um, Standard deviation away from the norm. um, I'm not actually an island in this. There are people who are, uh, so buried in their in their operations in their businesses in the work that they do that they don 't have the latitude or time to take on a brand new way of learning and thinking because let 's not underestimate this this is a language there is a language associated here that does require uh, uh, learning and time and effort to to be skilled up on a terminology that that is not common in everyday language unless you 're amongst those people who live out of that space and for um, the business owners of my age, some younger, many older, who are of the, I'm embroiled in the work that I do and passionate about what I do and focused on what I do, um, not focused on, on other facets, let's say, um, then, then there's a vulnerability here. So I guess, as a, from, from my perspective, guys, if you are listening to this, this is a smack about the head to say, it's time to wake up and make a change and, and literally get into a new way of thinking because it's required. You need to step up on your ability to t- take on another language and another set of terminology in order to deliver the outcome that, that, that has your business survive into
2: the future. Yeah, Brandon, otherwise you become irrelevant in, in, many, in many ways because what happens is, <laughs> I saw that look, but it's yeah, like... Yeah, no,
0: not a, I'll, I'll challenge the word irrelevant. However, um, diminished in your capacity to contribute. Oh, well,
2: yeah, okay. Deliver. I, I, irrelevant? <laughs> That triggered a few, pushed a few buttons. It? <laughs> I'll, I'll rephrase it. Irrelevant in your potential to reach people. That's all it is. Yeah. Like <laughs> you. You've always been a better communicator than me. Yep. Say it again.
0: <laughs> it's all good. So um, my point, um, if you're not changing with your times in the channel to market, there's a vulnerability you're introducing to your business without you even knowing. And here is the here is that smack in the head that says you know what it's time to make that change. Now you're watching this live on Facebook. Um, obviously, you've got more skill than me already. Um, so so more power to you for that. But that doesn't mean that um, you need to stop now. Just because you're on this doesn't mean you you, you know enough. My encouragement to you is to uh, evolve. I mean, you've already evolved beyond me. Evolved beyond Perry. Evolved beyond Christie. You get to a point where you're in control of your own channel to market and the rules that Facebook are introducing. Facebook's not going anywhere. You know, in the in the famous words of Christie, Zucks is all about doing better and more with Facebook. And as a consequence of that, then then your role in this as a business owner is to evolve your thinking and welcome yourself to modern day times, so that you can actually participate in that. Because it's a new channel to market that currently is unfiltered, will be filtered in six months, currently unfiltered. Um, but then there's a new channel, there'll be a new set of rules that you can play with Um, Christy, any more comments around Facebook that you wanna raise about access for people listening to this so that they can improve their businesses, improve their, their access to the clients?
1: Um, Include,
0: improve their clients' experience of their own business.
1: Okay. So here's, so from, from what you said, Brendan, you're all about face-to-face communication. You're one-on-one. Um, and, and that, you know, in this day and age, that is what they call not scalable. So you, you, but here's the thing is it's like if people, you can use this technology to support how you love to do business so you love to do business face-to-face. You love to do business talking to people. You love to make phone calls. You love to have, you know, to have one-on-one interactions with people. And setting up a Facebook Messenger bot means that you're not having to do or you're not having to pay your PA to do or someone else in your office to book times to have face-to-face interactions with you. You can utilize this technology to support the way that you love to do business. So if you love to do like, yeah, it's, it's about, if you love to do mass marketing, really get out and talk to as many people as you possibly can, then you can use Facebook ads. You can use Instagram ads. You can use these things to get your message out to as many people as possible. If you like, again, if you want to do one-on-one business, you do it like, but use this technology to support it, understand it, find someone who can teach you about it, really spend some time digging into the free resources that these companies provide because all these companies want you to use their service. Um, and Facebook already has put in some rules and some regulation around how you can market to people via messenger. Uh, so there's a 24-hour rule. If I if I opt in to your Facebook messenger bot, I have... To, uh, so, oh, well, let me go the other way. If you opt into my bot and you've said, yep, I want to receive content from you, I have 24 hours from that opt-in to be able to market a saleable product. And then after that, if I haven't communicated or they haven't communicated back with me in that 24 hours, then I can only provide them with um, informational content. I can't provide them with, with this with um, site, like with sales. So I can't direct them to another landing page or I can't do these things. It's a think of, I think it's a little hard to police, but there is, they're, they're getting better and better at it. Um, but it's again, it's a contract that you've made with using Facebook messenger that you're not going, you're going to follow the rules. So understanding the rules is really important. Um, You, yeah, you can utilize this technology to be able to just speak to people in a way that you haven't been able to speak to them before. And it's conversational content. And I think again, like coming back to you, you'd be surprised what people, what information people will give you in Facebook Messenger because they it's a private messaging app it's private it's a one on they they think it's well they know they it's one on one people i know financial advisors mortgage brokers who are getting people's um mm-hmm. salary details information about how much how many you know mortgages they have how many credit cards they've got financial details and information about their lives and people are freely giving it across messenger so and that, is that secure? Well, it's private messaging. So, yeah, it's, it's secure, but it's only as secure as the marketer that has it yeah. in their hands oh, as well. So, and I think that's the, that's the kind of, um, that's where it kind of starts to get a little bit sketchy maybe. But it's, it's also um, you can find out so much about your customer through Messenger. It's so amazing what people will tell you. They will tell it. it's you just the channel to
0: market. I mean you can do the same through SMS, you can do the same through a phone call. Absolutely. So what you're saying is the communication's unlimited one on one. Yep. And there's an assumption that exists around the um security of it.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah, but the, exactly. the other aspect that, that Christy's talking about, Brendan, is the ability to automate um processes with the bots so that you a, a person can be can be having a conversation with you, a prospect can have a conversation with your client, be having a conversation with you, um, but you're not there at all. It's the, the machines doing the work for you. So that right. really that creates an awesome amount of, of leverage.
1: Yeah.
2: I
0: see Terminator.
1: Yeah, well,
2: that's
0: how it sounds. Like that.
1: uh, I, said, I even just said Skynet. <laughs>
0: Or Genesis in the last movie.
2: And Um, by the way, Brendan, I want to quickly share just a solution that we've we've been using. And it's just made a huge difference to us because these bots can be used in all sorts of ways, and Messenger and SMS can be used in all sorts of ways. But I don't know if you've experienced this, Brendan, but we often have to follow people up, meaning, you know, they've got an appointment with us and then we uh, we send them emails about the next step in the sequence, the next appointment that they have with us. (laughs) And again we just found people weren't opening the emails, even though they were interested in working with us. So the moment we went to putting in Messenger or SMS as our way of connecting with the client, uh, it's just made a massive difference to our business because people enjoy, you can tell they enjoy communicating on Messenger or through SMS. So as an example, um, after an appointment, you said you want another appointment, here's... uh, link to the uh, calendar. And if you don't want the next point, please let us know ASAP. Now, that's just saved us so much hassle and trouble because we're getting a 99% reply rate, right? Or response rate. Well, And yeah, it never happened with email. So then we're on the phone having to call people. Mm. It's just amazing what, what by using these channels makes quite a big difference.
0: So, Perry, evolving the conversation then to uh, marketing channels. Um, we, we've been talking most of the conversation today around Facebook. Um, what are, Christy Perry, what other what channels outside of Facebook are another way? Now, we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, and that was um, uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram are probably the two other alternative paths. Uh, any, anything to add on around accessing your clients or accessing new clients through those channels?
1: Uh, well, I mean, Instagram is still by far one of the most underutilized, um, sort of Instagram stories is underutilized real estate from, you know, from an eyeballs perspective. Um, I think so from a generational
0: perspective again i don't have an instagram account i've never been on instagram perry do you live in instagram do you have any access to instagram
2: yes yeah
0: okay well that's well done
2: yeah yeah by the way just just for a sec christy because i want to talk to that about brendan it's i don't think it's just an age thing because there are certain people that you know they're older than me because i I watch older you mean mean some of the population is older than you yeah, <laughs> you get me back now. Um, <laughs> the, the, yeah, there, there are a, a large proportion of people in our generation and older that do follow the platform. So I've watched them. So a lot of, a lot of the younger generation moved off Facebook, especially when the privacy stuff started happening, and then Instagram. Instagram's owned by Facebook, same stuff, but they went to Instagram. And I've watched a lot of the older generation are now doing the same. They use Facebook less and Instagram more. It's not just age thing.
0: So then let's put it down to personality, shall we? <laughs> well, probably is. I think you're right. Um, I Okay, so now on a personal level. Um,
1: it sounds to me, Brendan, like what you're keen on is doing business. And yeah. like it seems like it's easy to, to have these other platforms, these new things or this new communication tool and just get lost in it. Like you just get distracted. It's, you know, it is that, you know, how much time and effort am I going to put into this? Where and is I the time suck? Exactly. It,
0: okay. So on a personal level, I think differently to most people. I've discovered that I don't think like a lot of people. Um, and I, I absolutely don't think like programmers. I don't think like people who live in the IT world who, who build stuff and call it intuitive. Because when I get into technology, I find intuitive is not intuitive at all. Uh, and I find that extremely frustrating. Now, it could be my expectations around my ability to figure out intuitive are too high and therefore go, Poof. it doesn't work, never works, uh, you know, and create a story around it. Perry and I will have a, probably an hour-long conversation after this on it. But um, uh, the, the upshot is that I, there's a disconnect between technology and I, and therefore I go for the simpler human relationship where I have an ability to, to see and read people um, differently to most, and allow me to have access into to blocks, stops, and and absences um, that that most people just don't see. So it, you're right; it could be a personal thing that that has me be away from the Instagram and the Facebook stuff, and 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 a disconnect in the technology. I Thanks. Talk personal now. Oh, you just got so I'm not a dinosaur after all. Hey, but it's, I'm an but idiot.
1: I know, no, no, this is the
0: thing Or think differently. No, not in you.
1: Is there is so, like, so little, so I, I guess there's so little value at the moment. Like, everybody's looking for these new channels to market and how to talk to the most customers, how to get in front of the most eyeballs, how to grab the most attention. But if you can grab the attention of one person and hold it, and keep them engaged and you're doing that one on one with them and you're making a difference to their life, that cannot at all ever be underestimated. Because, you know, at some point the machines are gonna rise up and we're all gonna have to, you know, <laughs> like we're all gonna have to rethink how we grow our food. But but that's but that's a really undervalued skill. And if you can if you can let yourself get the support put around that skill and there's your
0: answer isn't it in mm-hmm. the absence of a personal skill and ability to be able to do so it's put the team in place
1: yeah exactly yeah so where do you source the people for that
2: yeah
0: so i that uh hi oh <laughs> <laughs> all right so um perry you were saying for people who want to <laughs> get in touch with christy
2: um to contact you directly is that correct correct yeah so how do they do that Yep, yeah, they can just email me at perry at perrymardon.com.
0: All right, so I'll do that shortly. Um, <laughs> and if <laughs> anyone has any questions, by the way, if anyone of has course. any questions,
2: yes, want please. To send them through, just click them on through. You can check them on comments below if you're watching this live. If you're not, you can send them through to perry at PerryMarton.com.
0: If there is anybody out there resonating with what I'm saying around an inability to get technology right, or uh, an embroilment in their own world and life such that they don't have the latitude or a disconnect in the thinking, because really it is a thinking that that's gonna convert your ability to be able to, uh, or how you think is, a, is the ability to convert from what you do do now to what you potentially need to do. Um, if anyone's resonating with with the position that I'm in, by all means get in touch with Perry and have a conversation with Christy because she will be able to make a difference that'll allow you to access these people um, that you won't ever be able to do on your own because of that disconnect, because of the thinking that you you carry, have carried into life thus far. My son is uh, just turned 18, just uh, finished VCE when? Two days ago. and. Um, uh and he is i go to him and say okay got a problem with he goes da, 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 and the problem solved and he walk and okay, and and obviously he doesn't carry my thinking blessing um which gives him the latitude then to to really grow into the future so again and, and that's that sets up the premise of the the dinosaur versus spring chick the the generational difference perry rose a valid point it's not generational um there are uh, my grand, my father-in-law um, has greater skill on Facebook than I do. So you know, it's definitely not generational. Um, all right. So we are now around about uh, towards the back end of this conversation. Uh, is there anything either of you would like to add right now to round this out around Facebook, around new marketing channels and how to access, access people you otherwise may not have been able to? Start with you, Perry.
2: Uh, no, I don't have anything else to say. I want to say something about the, the brain, right, like because that. I'm thinking about what you're saying. If they scanned uh, Christy's brain and your brain, they'd have completely different neural wirings because uh, I'm thinking about how you're communicating about, well, you don't think that way. Christy, since she was a young person, has been on IT devices and that's shaped her brain mm. completely different to the way that your brain's been shaped and to get a brain like Christie's, which might help you in uh, business. I said, might, I, I want to give a caveat to that in a second. Um, then you're going to de- develop those neural pathways anyway. So you can create a brain like hers. And that's just science, that's just a fact, because uh, what's not used tends to break down the brain and what gets uh, assigned as a habit builds the brain.
0: So, um, and so as, a, as a source of my education, I loved reading mathematical textbooks. Uh, I sat there and I read mathematical textbooks and, and was enjoying the evolution of understanding around relationships between numbers. That's
2: what yeah, I'm so Your reading. brain's so wide in that way. You're a genius with numbers. Like I've seen you with numbers. It's just amazing. So with brain scan you in that area of the brain, that's just gonna be <laughs>
1: it's different. It's
2: yeah. So what you're training.
1: Christy? Um, look, I think I keep saying this, like, just... Oh, you just went in the dark, Brendan. Whoa. Oh, is... That's really creepy. Oh,
2: That's
1: creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay. So, going going back to... Um...
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just
1: i'm like what's going on uh so okay i i really think people need to stop um beating themselves up for not being over all over the channels stop it just you know do one thing at a time take your time with it get to know it do do that um and i think yeah basically (sighs) Just have a crack. I, I said it last time. Just have a crack. Oh, we lost Brendan. Lost Brendan. <laughs> oh, no. By the way, I think we'll finish on that,
2: Christy, because then that last thing that you said is like don't try and be on all channels. Just master a couple of them or one Basically.
1: of them. Yeah, one at just a time. time
2: yeah.
1: And And you're never too old to try something new. You're just never too old. you you don't and i think age i think age is one of those one of those really great excuses oh i'm too old to use facebook it's like no you're not you're not too old to use facebook like the average age of people on facebook is like i think 35 to 47 yeah so no you're not too old hey brendan Uh apologize for that we had a power outage that's
2: okay we had a creepy moment we had a creepy moment with a vision review. it was was close.
1: <laughs> it was really weird. I'm anyway,
2: we're done. You were here to sign off, so I'm signing off. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for
0: joining us.
1: Thanks. Bye,
2: Facebook.
0: Perry's getting it together.
2: Ah. <sighs>